Kid Herrick, bro. Welcome to the podcast, finally. How you doing, Alan? Thanks for having nice me, man. to see you, bro. Appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Uh, fifth episode. Fifth episode of the Broken Filter podcast. Uh, we tried a couple weeks ago when we were at the UFO camp working it, but I was a dumbass and didn't connect the microphone. Uh, de- technical gif- difficulties for the amateur over here. All right. Okay. <laughs> How you been, bro? You doing good? Doing good, man. Just, uh, just doing my thing out here in L.A. Yeah, in L.A., which is where you're from, right? Yeah, yeah. Born and raised in La Cunada, but uh, yeah, now down here in Orange County, though. No one knows where that is. Yeah, hey, all, my, all my all my California people, shout out them. You've been up up to NorCal before. I'm from, I live, I'm in, I'm in Davis right now, next to Sacramento. You've been up here before. Yeah, I've been up there before, but it's nothing to nothing to stop and go sightseeing no, about. No, yeah, yeah, nothing to rave about at yeah. all. It's a shit show up here. Yes. SoCal is definitely where you want to be for <laughs> sure. No, yeah, I agree. Or or Oregon, right? Uh, Oregon's better. I, I, anyway, I won't even say that. I don't even know. We'll see. <laughs> right. So uh, you're, you're, you said you're 5'8", right? Yeah. It's a little short. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah, like, you're uh, the intro. Point, point, yeah. point guard for uh, Southern Virginia University men's basketball. Yes, sir. You used to consider you a point guard or more of a shooting guard? Definitely a point guard for sure. Um yeah, my height definitely limit that. You know, as a kid growing up, you know, you definitely had to be, um, definitely just had to yeah. know your role as a point guard, you know, a little floor general. So, yeah, yes, always sir. running the one on the court. Emphasis on the little. Exactly. <laughs> How are you liking it over there? Uh, it's good, man. We had, we had a really good year out there. Um, you know, they've been pretty, uh, pretty bad recent years, but this was the best year in school history we've had. Uh, we made the, oh, made the conference quarterfinals. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I, I was, uh, I was a backup point guard, so second string, but so I got to play in every game, got a lot of good experience this past year and, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, was, definitely grew a lot in my game for sure. So you won't be, you won't be back for next season because you're going on your, your LDS mission, right? Yeah. 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 So for those that don't know, um, I'm going on a two year church LDS mission. So, you know, it's not like, it's not one of those missions where, you know, the white girls go out there and build houses and stuff and, <laughs> and get a post up with the African kids. It's, uh, it's when you go out there and you're up, uh, teaching the Lord to teach about the gospel to people and the, you know, everyone in my family is gone. My brother went to Uganda, my dad went to Brazil and stuff, but I got called to Lansing, uh-huh. Michigan. So that's going to be a blast <laughs> out there. Shout out to shout so, out to Grizzly. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, but so yeah, we're excited though, you know. I'll be out there. Um, apparently, it gets negative thirty out there in the winter, so California oh, yeah, will be struggling you. for sure. Dude, you're gonna be struggling yeah, so much. Hey, hey, put me in, put me, put me anywhere, man. You know, wherever the Lord needs me, though. That's, that's the mindset I'm having. Two years, right? Yeah, two years. So yeah, I'll, I'll be stepping away from college, basketball, from school, friends, family. So yeah, I'll, I'll be coming back as a 21 year old sophomore. Right there. And and where do you stay? Yeah, so you you like a companion with you that twenty four seven, and uh, mm-hmm. you're either in an apartment or like a or or like a church member's home out there in the area. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you definitely you definitely get thrown around out there. Yeah, the trenches. Okay, bet, bro. That's that's <laughs> sick. Yeah, yeah. So you come back, you'll be a twenty one year old sophomore. Do you so you, 
By the time you graduate, you're gonna be what twenty four. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at the BYU football team, you know all those they are like seniors that <laughs> yeah, are like, like, like yeah. twenty six. Yeah, like Taysom Hill was like twenty six year old senior because he had like two two injury red shirts and like a, uh, uh, the mission and stuff. So yeah, don't yeah, keep going out there. Yeah, and I yeah. Well, but by the time I get back, you'll probably be like the you'll probably be an assistant coach at Oregon State or something, bro. <laughs> no, nah, bro. I'll be a, I'll be a junior, but hopefully I got some yeah. kind of job lined up. Right, yeah. Are you planning on going all four years as a manager? Yeah, bro. Uh, I want to be a manager all four years. I don't see why I wouldn't be. Yeah. So, yeah. What what's it's your like? A lot of opportunities. Yeah. So sorry to get deep here, but like, what are your uh, what are your like long term goals? Like with like this like program with the program and stuff. Like, are you trying to stay? Well, in I was it about after, to ask you the same, but. Well, so after my four years of being a manager, I'd like to become a GA for a different program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have any preferences right now. I mean, obviously I have my dream schools, but I mean, if Oregon State like offered me a job after four years of being a manager, I would consider it for sure. Uh, but at, at that point, it's it's mostly just about making money. You know, I, I can't be going through my my twenties without making uh, without making a living. Myself. Nah, bro. I totally understand that, bro. And like, even like, I don't know. I've been yeah. working. You know, I, I got done working the BU basketball camp a couple weeks ago, and then the Oregon camp with you. Mm-hmm. And I like, just seen that definitely, like, definitely made me want to like, because like, you know, like my grandpa was a famous basketball coach. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and so I, I wanted. I've always thought about going into coaching and stuff, but like working these camps, though, makes me like for sure like want to like. I'm really interested in being like a graduate assistant for sure. And stuff. Yeah, dude. Do yeah. it. And even like looking at like. Uh, even looking at the, these, t- like, at the Oregon camp, bro, and the BYU camp, like, I see these walk-ons that are like that. I just know I'm better than, bro. Like, <laughs> I was watching them practice. I'm like, dude, there's like, there's no way this guy is like, like, there's no way this guy just like just can just like run on the court with these guys. Like, I know I'm better than these guys. Yeah. So like, you no, know, eventually, you know, <laughs> long-term goals. You know, I, I would love to just try to try to walk on too and you know accomplish my goals of like yeah, playing do it, for. Bro big time cool school and stuff but you know i'm happy where i'm at though right now i definitely want to do a couple more years there playing stuff so we'll see cool man and uh what's uh your d3 what's the biggest differences you see between d3 and division one yeah man so we played uh like we played like one of the top like d3 schools in the nation um earlier this year called christopher newport and Ooh. like they had like two mm-hmm. d2 bounce back guys but like with full D one bodies though, and like the I think the biggest difference from like D three D one like like if a guy has a D three like body like you know like like me or just like something like that like he he has mm-hmm. like the IQ or like the just like the playing ability of like a D one guy. But if, it, if he has a D one body, there's there's something missing from his game, like whether it's like a three point shot or some or something. But like don't get mm-hmm. me wrong though, like D three has some dogs, bro. Like. Like every 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 yeah. level is like if, if you're playing at the college level, bro, like you're a dog regardless, whether that's JUCO, NAI, D three, D two, and stuff. But yeah, just uh, yeah, like if it, like they have a full D one body, like there's, there's something missing from their game that that's not there's a reason why, or it could be like attitude problems and stuff like that, grades about why they're not at the D one level and stuff. But uh, yeah, 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 you definitely see dogs that you know, on every team that you play. Dude, yeah, totally fuck with that. And uh, would you say that it's like a mistake and kind of a mentality nowadays where you're, let's say you're like a high school athlete and you really want to play college basketball oh. 
and like you you have that like mentality of D one or bust. I'm going D one or nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent, bro. I see, I see dudes, I see dudes all the time. Even like dudes from my hometown, bro. Like, like they have that. Like, they're such great players, and like they, you know, they're getting these D three, D two offers, and they're just like they're holding out, waiting for that one D one offer, and they're like, all right, I'm just gonna go prep school then. Yeah. Dude, prep like yeah. grads, post grad year, like post grad schools just look like a. Like, like those scare me, bro, because you can get lost in those so easily, and then, then you're just Dude, disappeared. Yeah. But, yeah, I think what young Hoopers really need to understand, bro, is that, like, playing at the D2, D3 level is, like, go where you're wanted, bro. Like, you really want to, like, try to, like, you know, like, work everything just for, like, the one walk-on spot where you're just, like, treated like nothing. Like, yeah. go where you're wanted, where you can grow and play and stuff. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. best-case scenario for you, you get a good amount of, like, two years in, maybe a year in get some good film out and like mm-hmm. you can nowadays the portals like there's like nothing these days you can hop right in there and yeah try to see what we can get but like yeah i think hoopers young hoopers go where you're wanted bro that's that's the most important spot yeah that's so most of the time it's not worth it to go to a big d1 school and just work as hard as everybody and then not grow as a player yeah, like you won't even get to play you'll, you'll pretty much be treated as if i'm gonna be honest i know some walk-ons that get treated as managers right yeah now no, straight up bro like it's, it's, it's just like, like yeah, it's kind of sad to see, but I mean, like, I mean, like, hey, if you want your, you know, if you want, if you're, if you want the gear, like, all like that, the gear and this, the swag of yeah. being dealing, maybe it's worth it for you, but like, I don't know, I think somewhere you can just grow as a person and player, man, it's, it's most, it's most important. For sure, bro. What are your, uh, what are your thoughts on the transfer portal nowadays? Do you think it's kind of, it's getting kind of stupid or do you think you, you like the way it's, the way, or the direction it's going man, right now? transfer portal is like, it's, it's going to evolve, especially just in, these NIL deals, bro. Just, it's just yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. I, can, I can give you like an NIL deal worth, I mean, there's this, this quarterback from Southern California who just signed a Tennessee and he's got like a, he has like a two point something NIL deal worth that like yeah. it's, it's pretty much just like signing off guys at the free agency now these days. Yeah, pretty but, much. But um, yeah, dude, NIL deals like it makes it very very exciting times for an athlete. You know, athletes not like me though. I mean, being D three athlete at Kid Herrick Instagram <laughs> at Kid Herrick Twitter if you want to hit me up for any NILs. But uh, yeah, it definitely makes it exciting times. You know, like you can just you know you can get paid for your image image and likeness, man. So. It it is cool. It is cool. My my problem with the NCAA portal is, um, I just dude, especially this last year. I mean, I experienced it firsthand with Oregon State, but I'm not sp- just talking about our, my team. Just talk about everybody else. It's just it's it's so easy to leave your program now, and so many players like they have this full on commitment to a school, and then even if something goes good, they still decide to leave because it's so easy. It's like an easy escape route. Mm-hmm. But like the way I see it, is you made a commitment. And, like, if things are going well and you don't really have, like, a, a really great reason to leave, like, you owe that program to stay at least, at least, you know, a couple of years. Like, eventually, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, right? Oh, yeah. Like, think players players and coaches don't get along. It's totally fine. But 100%, yeah. Like, I've seen – I just – it's so frustrating how players just, like, show no – show no patience, show no, like, lack of account – show no accountability – and like sometimes I feel like it's it's a lack of loyalty, but obviously I'm not a D one athlete or an NCA athlete. I don't know exactly what it's yeah, like. Yeah, you I see on Twitter these guys, but... yeah, hundred percent, hundred ten percent committed to this program and stuff. And yeah, like me and you, like we, we saw it firsthand at, at the Oregon camp. You know, they had a five star. Yeah, uh, Marquise yeah, Cook, Mookie, uh, 
decommit, like, and for no reason. I was talking to some of the players, and they, they're like, yeah, yeah, we get why some guys decommit, but, like, this guy, like, there was no guy that they recruited in his position, like, nothing yeah. changed ever, and, like, we just saw him decommit, like, and, like you, you could kind of see, feel the demeanor from the coaches the next day, and it's kind of a little pissed off, you mm-hmm. know, and for good reason, but. No. <laughs> yeah, it's just, totally like, valid. doesn't make any sense to me, like, why you'd be so set in school and just, just uh, I don't know. Especially, and he's like, "Oh, like I'm still, I'm still considering Oregon and stuff." But like at that point, there's like, if you come back, just yeah, like, do we even want you back? Yeah, yeah. it's like, wow, this guy's this guy wasn't even like, fully set on us and stuff. Yeah, and he's and uh, I remember uh, before him, it was Dior Johnson that decommitted yeah. from Oregon. I mean, that made sense. They they brought Will Will Richardson back though, and and uh, and yeah. Jermaine from South Carolina at point guard. So yeah. like, I thought I, I kind of mm-hmm. understood that one. But yeah, this this uh Mookie though that, that really made no sense to me though to be honest. It was hella funny. So I'm a huge LeBron fan, and LeBron he's like he's like friends with Mookie. I don't really know what their relationship oh, yeah, yeah. is. LeBron like reposted his like commitment to Oregon. He's like, go get him, bro. Like go Ducks. Like go fuck. Like, go fuck him up. And then like two weeks later, <laughs> it's like, oh shit. Did LeBron say anything or not? Uh, I don't think so. He's not that invested. <laughs> That's wild, man, bro. Did, did I, I always have a question for uh, like the managers though, like because I was at the Final Four in 2017, and like we were at the Fan Fest. Wait, who, who won that year? 2017. Uh, it was North Carolina, yeah. Gonzaga, Oregon, and South Carolina. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. So my yeah. grandpa gets he gets Final Four tickets every year because, like, w- like when you win a national championship, you, you like you just get free tickets the rest of your life. And stuff so that's sick. um yeah so but yeah i'm a big oregon fan so they made that year so he's like all right i'll take you to phoenix with me so we pull up there mm. and uh it, we're walking around like the like the fan fest or whatever and there's like a court in the middle of it and i look and like these guys mm-hmm. are wearing like full like date and practice jerseys and one of them i forgot the other team but it was the managers though like they had the they had the national championship oh, for managers open. like manager games bro and i was like what is going on here Bro. It's like, dude, do they have like so a full sick. March Madness thing that going on there or what? Bro, believe it, I've never heard of that. Um, really? I mean, we we play our pickup games against other schools. Uh, I haven't yet because I'm only a freshman. Yeah. So but it's like, it's like, I mean, that's like when sick. you go on the road to like UCLA, like, do you play their managers like, like the night before or something like that? Or? Yeah. So, so yeah, like I've talked to other managers. A lot of managers do that. We'll definitely do that next year at Oregon State. But like every road trip. And like before the game or on your day, like that you get there, you just go play uh, the other managers of the other team, and it's, it looks hella fun. Oh, dude, I'm sure they got some dogs over there too, like at some schools. Dude, managers, managers, sneaky good, bro. I'm not gonna sneaky lie. Sneaky good. Like, like I mean, playing against the Oregon managers, like some of them were really good, bro. Yeah, no, I was right. I thought, but um, yeah. Uh, I know, like I know, like Kansas though, and like all the big time programs. I know they all have some, some yeah. absolute dogs for sure. Can't imagine. But and I even like the I think the do the GAs playing that too. GAs join in, yeah. Uh, GAs and sometimes like a couple other staff guys. Like we have our equipment guy join in on the pickup runs every once in a while, and it's pretty fun. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. everybody's man. Yes, sir. That. So, dude, dude, I'm going to Mexico tomorrow. Tell me, uh, you were in Cancun <laughs> like a year ago, right? No, nah, that was like that was like three weeks ago, gang. Uh, 
No way. Mexico's wild, bro. Like, I don't know if, what you're looking for, but me and my brother, though. Was that your first time there? Yeah, dude. I, I've never been to Mexico before. Like, I've seen all, heard all the stories mm-hmm. in Cabo and Cancun and stuff, but how to get out, though. Um, yeah, if, if you look, me and my brother, you know, uh, we're like, we heard about the nightclub, so we had to see it for ourselves, man. <laughs> you get out the cab, man, and like, like we pull up to it's like it's like a mini Las Vegas like strip like on the strip right there. Yeah. As soon as we get out, there's just hustlers just to the club like do these were like like what do you want to do like the la cocaine like all this stuff. It's like they're hustling mm-hmm. us and I'm like whoa 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 chill like yeah. You know they see two white just suburb kids out there. Dude, they... it's like it's like spray from them. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, you... the nightclubs are legit though, bro. Like great dancing out there, like fun time. Beautiful woman out there. It was. Mm. It was a grand old time, but you know, couldn't couldn't really get into thing yet. Couldn't really get into anything, you know, because you know we're just, just not a god, of course, you know. Just, yeah, didn't want to <laughs> go on a mission. You know how to how to keep it clean. How'd you get How'd you get the Oregon? It's been quite the journey. How'd you get the Oregon State thing? Like, was I just like emailing like who you knew out of high school and stuff, or what? Like, how do I get the job as yeah. a manager? So. Uh, I know I'm super, I'm best friends. My best friend, uh, his name's Darius Graham. He played basketball for UC Davis, uh, for four years or for five years, actually. And he knew this guy, uh, from Oakland who he played for Oregon state and he works for Adidas now. His name's Langston Morris Walker. Shout out Langston, dude. He's, he's been, him and Darius have been the reason for, for all these opportunities, but, um, Langston uh, hooked me up, or he hooked me up with Langston, and Langston hooked me up with the coaches and stuff, and then I got the job. It was pretty simple. Got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Connections, connections bro. Connections, man. Connections. That's really all it is in the college world, I feel like, bro. It's just who you know and stuff. College basketball, I mean, just <laughs> athletics and no, in general, yeah, no, man. No, no facts, man, but, yeah. No, I was blessed. I was blessed. Did you even have, like, did like, did you even have to apply for the U of O camp? Yeah, so it's my grandpa, you know, like coaching at UCLA and stuff. Uh, I mean, I coached at UCLA, Rhode Island, Georgia, and Pepperdine. But so he's got connections all over the country. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, him and Dane are boys. But like the beginning of summer, he's like, he's got a thick West Virginian accent. He's like, where do you want to work? And I was like, uh, like my three mm-hmm. favorite schools, I'm like uh, BYU, UCLA, Oregon. He's like, all right, I'll make some calls. So, and I said, no, like I got like the head of ops calling me from work. Shut up, shut up, grandpa, yeah, bro. Nah, I'm definitely love that man to death, but he's definitely blessed me with some opportunities. Oh, for sure, yeah. man. Like I'm, I'm really thankful for the situation and stuff, but yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know. So what do you think of uh? What do you think of uh, Coach Altman? Dan? Yeah, yeah. No, I want to uh, introduce myself to him. Uh. During their, t- their team practice, whatever, and he's like, we're just chop- chopping it up for a bit. But you know, I I've met him though. Like whenever Oregon comes down to U- UCLA USC, I always go to the games and stuff. So he, like he remembers meeting me. And, like I'd always I don't have, yeah. I'd have a UCLA jersey on, and then like a and then, like my, my Oregon shirt underneath and stuff. And my grandpa didn't want me to embarrass him. <laughs> but whenever we went in the locker room though, I always took my yeah. jersey off and get him signed and stuff. So. Um. Yeah. yeah. It's like you remember me a little bit, but yeah, we were talking and stuff, like where I was at and stuff, and talking about like talking about my grandpa and stuff. So yeah, that definitely cool guy, man. Re- really cool to finally meet him, though. 
Yeah, it was cool in general just yeah, seeing like they, the behind the scenes of your favorite college basketball mm-hmm. team and like getting to meet the guys. Like there's some super cool guys on that on that camp team and stuff that mm-hmm. I got really close with and stuff. So it was cool, bro. Dude, that's that's one of my favorite parts about working these camps is like seeing how the business works and seeing how they operate and their dynamic. Even though I'm not I'm not a Ducks fan, but it was still like really cool experience to see how yeah, exactly. that shit works. Just like seeing how it works, like how the guys are off the court and stuff and it's the coaches and like who you see on on TV all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh dude Dana's got kind of a like a big, hefty, like deep Midwest accent too. Yeah, man. From, from Nebraska, bro. He's a, he's he's not gonna play the games. I'm at the scorer's table, he walks over to me and goes Dana Altman. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, bro, you're, you're, you're definitely yeah, you from got, the Midwest. You got just Dana laid Altman. back, just probably <laughs> steezed up, Alan, just like. Yeah. Alan. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, is like, this kid high? Like, no, nah, man. Just mellow. <laughs> Dude, the, the best part about working the Oregon campus is actually, it's really funny. None of them, like, none of the coaches and barely any of the staff knew that I was actually a beaver. Like, they don't know yeah. that I go to Oregon yeah, State. So when, I, when I see him in like, the... Gosh. Yeah, when I see him in November, they'll be like, oh, you yeah, fucker. Like, oh, this asshole over here, man. Just looking on both sides. <laughs> yeah, I took a picture of their, their plays and everything. I, I got their whiteboard and everything. Exactly, bro. Exactly. I know. And I, I made, like, a TikTok, like, behind the scenes. I was like... Yeah, you see that? I, saw that yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to blow up, bro. I got like 2,000 views. I was like, all right, sick. That's that's not blow. So is that not a lot of people? I don't know. Or what? I don't like, I don't know. If, if, it, if something to blow up, it has to get, has to get like 10,000 plus views and stuff. I, I've had a couple get like 655K or like 300K. Mm-hmm. No. Dude, if I wasn't anything, God if I wasn't damn. in life, bro, I for sure pursued pursue the TikTok career. You got that TikTok oh, face. I appreciate that, Alan. But yeah, just put like put the ego aside. Yeah. You know, getting getting bored in high school and just just pursue it, bro. <laughs> and have you made money off? Have you been money off any of those videos or no? No, nah, dude. The creator fund. You, you got to make like no. you got to be consistent with the views and stuff, man. You got to really put some effort into that. It's not even like much money too. Like, no, you, mm-hmm. you start to make some. You start to make some bands off this podcast or what? Dude, I'm trying. It's not easy, it's bro. It's not easy. Hey, man. You got to hey, spread man, word. Worry, uh, yeah. hey, I need I need people hey, from Virginia everyone, watching this shit. Hey, everyone starts somewhere, bro. Like, like you, you, you're already in the come up, man. I respect it. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Like people, people 10 years right, will look really back in this episode and be like, wow, this is really the jump of Alan right here. Oh, 100%. The breakthrough episode <laughs> with Kate Herrick. You know it, man. All right, my man. Guess what time I got to wake up? I got to wake up at 3.30. I have a flight at 6 a.m. I have a flight at 6 as well. Dude, the first episode was go to the best, but no one will leave over here, though. Right? Yeah, no. The first episode that was recorded but not actually recorded was one for the was It was my favorite, (laughs) bro. I loved it. It will never be heard, though. One for the books. Sadly. But all right, man. Hey, you get some rest, my guy. Hey, really appreciate you having me out, though, bro. All love, gang. Yeah. All right, bro. It was good seeing you, and uh, have all a right. good trip, all right?